Really nice, clean cars. And mine's just a dirty truck coming straight through the Little Island. We managed to get him to, to shut the whole of Dracula's castle down. A lot of them end up trashing the places they go to. As soon as you walk out of that door, it's theft and burglary. If you've no single on your phone or anything, you've got nothing. The dinghy popped. <gasps> so it's like, how do you get back to the other side? Welcome everyone to Talk It Up, the automotive podcast where we talk about things we should and probably shouldn't. I'm Henry from HD Raps. I'm Misha from Midnight Lanks. And I'm Tim from Carspunk. And today we're joined by Bucky from Bucky's World. Welcome. Hi, Hi Bucky. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so, what have we been up to these past few weeks? It's been Christmas. We all had a good Christmas in the year? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's all right. Yeah, it's been a good Christmas. Good, good. So, Henry, have you? How's it been like getting back to back to work? Like, I've struggled so much with it. Like these past few weeks, have you done anything interesting since uh, you've been back? Well, to be honest, I've I've not stopped. Um, I didn't stop in between Christmas and New Year. Really? I had a, a, a little period where it was just like nice, peaceful at home, yeah. and then it got called in between. So yeah, it's just been non-stop really. I mean, oh, January wow. has been one of the busiest Januarys I've had so far. So. Well, that's good, yeah, though. Hopefully it keeps yeah. going, yeah. Yeah, the definitely. How about yourself, Bucky? Uh, I actually worked all the way through Christmas as well. I only had a couple of days off over Christmas. Uh, being self-employed and everything, obviously, you can't take the days off. Um, and just been out playing in before before for Odin, so <laughs> getting oh, muddy and fun. dirty and trying to break it. Still not broke it yet, but I've been actually, when I've been out, I've just been pulling everyone out everywhere I've been going, so just been oh, having really? fun like that. I enjoy just... I enjoy the off-roading, but I enjoy seeing people get stuck and me just pulling them straight out. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, sinister, isn't yeah. it? Today it's been so snowy and icy, and last mm. night, if you had a lot today uh, last night. I went up, uh, up Rivington last night, actually, to see if we got some snow. There was a bit of snow there, nothing major like, but it was a nice little drive out, so... Good, good. How about yourself, Tim? Yeah, so we were busy, a little bit busy through New Year and Christmas, but then obviously we came back and, and done Autosport. Yeah, how was that? Yeah, it was wasn't as big this year. Um, yeah, it was a bit bit weird because they've missed it for two years with the COVID. Um, so yeah, it was it wasn't as big, but it was still good. There's a lot there, all your Lambos and all your race stuff, and yeah, you know, yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was good. It was just tiring yeah. working on the fast car magazine stand till one o'clock in the morning. Oh, was that yeah. like your dedicated stand that you was working on? No, it was. we had to get the feature cars done. Right. And two of the feature cars were stuck on the motorway. <laughs> they were supposed to be there at quarter past five, ended up getting there for about quarter past ten-ish. Yeah. What? One was a white Focus ST, and it wasn't in good condition. Oh, no. <laughs> it was at the end. It's a beautiful car, you know, but it was, it was uh, motorway-driven. Yeah. Well, we'll say. But I did it on the stand was an absolutely stunning um, Mark II Escort. I don't know whether you saw it on the socials. Um, absolutely, the Mexicist it's called, <laughs> and it's been 28 years he's been building it, and it was stunning. And I mean, stunning one, probably one of the best cars I've ever worked on at a show. Um, yeah. So yeah, just have a look at Mexicist on Instagram. You'll see what I mean. Absolutely beautiful car. Yeah, I'll have a look at oh, that. Smashing, yeah. Well, with midnight length, we're still not doing meets because it's so cold outside. It's absolutely freezing. But we've had so many orders, like, for merch and stuff like that. Everyone must be wanting to modify the cars, get ready for the meets and stuff like that. So we've been absolutely hectic with that. Um, but we've been planning for all of the shows that we're going to do, um, getting our calendars all booked up, um, planning for the the meets when they're back in like February, March time. So that's exciting. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So absolutely crazy, hectic time um, for everyone. It sounds like, but I'm glad everyone's had a good Christmas and New Year. Yeah. Well, we've got quite a few shows coming up with the Leyland Festival again that we're going to be doing. Um, yeah, we've got a few things in the pipeline with Midnight Lanks and Car Spunk and stuff. So just keep keep your eyes peeled. I enjoyed yeah. that Leyland Festival. I was the only bigger and better. That went yeah, very Leyland Festival. Everyone was all mint <laughs> and really picture, clean car. The picture on where we went out the night before just to get it 
covered in mud off the road. <laughs> so I'm driving through, you've got all, I'm like, all the really nice clean cars and mine's just a dirty truck coming straight through the middle of the hill. <laughs> you like went over a hill, didn't you? Like to get oh, the, on the, on yeah, the tree, yeah, 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 it looked yeah. really good. That really picture good. that's on Word and Motor Village of you, mm. it was, that was really good. Whoever took that picture is really yeah. good. Yeah, it's oh, exciting. Yeah. But yeah, to you, Welcome to the show. Um, so, tell me a little bit about Bucky's World. Like, yeah. so what 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 kind of content do you film? What got you into it? Um, it's obviously on YouTube, Bucky's World. Uh, it's urban exploring. So it's abandoned buildings. Uh, well, not just buildings. You got a uh, like. Caves, all sorts. <laughs> yeah, you've, got, yeah. you've got the the car caves that I did. Yeah, done the air raid shelters. So there's a lot of different stuff. It's not just abandoned buildings. It's it's a variety of different things. So, but I've been doing it for about four or five years now, something like that. Uh, when I can get out and do it, at the minute it's struggling a lot because a lot of the places people are finding the places when they've not been trashed. But by the time you get to go and see it, you get a lot of people that go in and they nick a lot of stuff out of the places and they just trash the places. So by the time you get there to take pictures and videos, it's it's just been messed up and it's a mess. So you don't get a chance to actually film something nice. Yeah. So half of the time, I'm, with me and Kirsty are traveling four or five hours to get into somewhere and it's all been boarded up because someone's been in and smashed it up. So we're driving back another four or five hours so it's just all fuel and stuff and it's, it's just getting a chance to get out and do it we're working all the time as well it's just hard work but you i do enjoy doing it it's really good i've been to italy i've done stuff like that i was just about to say you have um traveled around doing it you've been to a few yeah. countries romania drove, is it drove all the way to dracula's castle that took us just over 12 hours non-stop driving from here to all the way to oh, dracula's really? castle yeah we drove just drove all the way there and then we explored on the way back so, because we actually got, uh, they have the lights at Dracula's Castle, they have the lights on at night time. When it's shut, they leave the lights on. But they, we managed to get them to, to shut the whole of Dracula's Castle down that one night. So all the people who lived there were like, well, what's going on? We got them to shut all the lights off and we did like a walk round in the dark inside Dracula's Castle and they never turned the lights off. That's insane. But they let us do it. So all people who lived around were like, well, what's going on? Why is the lights off then? Because they're never off. Yeah, so it's yeah. like a network of like, people who do this yeah yeah there's, all... there's there's a few people we do uh there's there's people all over like uh, my mate josh who does it he's from america so he comes over to the uk to explore with us and then do road trip with us there's loads of so many people that do it but there's a lot of people that film it but they end up a lot of them end up trashing the places they go to so it ruins it for people like us who want to go and just take a video or a picture and then just leave so, so some places are it's like we've been to hotels where they've been like it looks like it's still open all the electric lights are still on and stuff like that you go back two weeks later and it's just been totally trashed and everything's just been pulled out it's a shame really because there's so many nice places you can get to but then it's it's getting chance to go and get to them places so if my mate says well i've been here go there do that i can't get to it for two weeks get for two weeks later it's trashed so it's a waste of fuel you know just driving yeah, down yeah. and doing it yeah. Definitely. I remember going and exploring like all the abandoned mansions and stuff when I was younger. And it's it's a thrill though, isn't it? Mm, you don't know what yeah. you're going to find. No. And then um, you find some authentic stuff that's still there from mm. so many years ago. And it's so interesting. There's, there's some places that you can walk in, like there was a house we did. Uh, I did this year, a few years back. Uh, we walked in, there's jewellery and everything all just laid out and stuff. No but way. the thing is, you can't take anything because as soon as you walk out that door, it's theft and burglary. Yeah. Yeah. You could pick up the smallest thing, and if a police catches you with that, like like a ring or something, you're, and you're on, that's it. It's burglary. You get done for it. But we just want to leave it there. Like yeah. a lot of places, it's it's showing to try and save some places. So if you can get that video out there to people, someone who owns it might think, oh, people are going, oh, I'll, I'll board it back up. I'll save it. I'll and see if we can save. Because some of the places have just have been there for years that I just run down. That could be used for something else yeah. it's like the hotels we go to like i said you've got all beds mattresses you you go into the store cupboards and it's all brand new pillows quilts and everything you can give it to homeless and stuff mm. it's not it's just sat there rotting yeah. away yeah have you ever been in an abandoned building no i don't have I, I remember a few years ago when i met you and dan mm. and, I, and I, I were watching the videos because i didn't even know that bucky and dan were from leyland 
I was uh, I was literally watching uh, their videos, and then I don't know how it happened. I think I was watching one of the videos, and you went up to the nunnery. Just around the corner. That's just around the corner. Yeah, so yeah, it, well, Tony owns it just up here, mm. and. I was going, oh my God, that's in Leyland. And then the next minute, I think it was Dan said on the video, he goes, oh yeah, I'm two minutes from my house. I was like, what? <laughs> and then the next thing, they're both driving past me. <laughs> I have like, been watching these videos for a that's year. That's crazy. <laughs> but Dan, Dan's the one who got me into it. Dan started it before me. Uh, and then he said, right, do you want to come and do these? And we used to go out every Sunday and you know, just film it. And he got me into it. And as soon as you get into that first, second place or third place you've been into, you're just hooked to it then. You're just hooked and you hooked just want to keep doing, one. yeah, looking <laughs> for the next ones. There is that thrill to it because, like, when I'm watching the video, mm. some of the places, like, that you go to, some of the caves especially, mm. like, going really deep down. And there's mad stuff down there. But then I have this claustrophobic kind of thing. I'm watching the video and <laughs> going, I'm glad you're going. It is, it's, it's, it's good, but it's, it's not safe. We don't... Do, we've, supposed to do it the right way but we don't we don't go in with hard hats and stuff like that like mm -hmm. you're supposed to do when you go into caves and stuff but it is it's one of them where as soon as you go through that cave entrance you've no single on your phone or anything you've got nothing mm -hmm. so you, you've got to be like you've got to be careful we we did one cave where we had to go across two lakes to get across to the other side and this was inside the cave so we were going across these lakes on these dinghies and by the time we got across the second one uh the dinghy popped <gasps> so it's like, how do you get back to the other side? <sighs> so we was just putting her in it and just going for it. <laughs> and we got across, so then we tied rope to it and everything. And then uh, there's our mate, Andrew, who's, uh, who come with us. He, he come across, and we're pulling him across, but he started panicking. So he was trying to push himself into water. I'm trying to pull him back, and he's nearly going off this boat. Into, and this water's ice cold water because it's in caves. And just managed to get him back in his proper panic. And so I said, you should have just chilled out and we just pulled you across while it was just slowly going down. But it's yeah. like the car cave, though. The car, ca the, the car cave is one of the best places I've been to. Yeah, well, it's, But it is dangerous to get down to it. Tell us a bit more about that because it is a very, if anybody who's not seen the car caves, it's a very interesting place, isn't it? It's mm -hmm. mixing the, ur the urban exploring with caving, with. Cars, yeah. Do you know it's like, yeah. and the cars that are down there, probably if they were in good condition today, yeah, they'd, they'd be, be worth, worth some money. Worth money so yeah. How did they get down there in the first place? Uh, what it is when you when you come into where you go into the cave, there's a little opening where you go into the cave. But to the to the left hand side of that opening, it's all grass and trees. But if you look close enough between the grass and stuff, it's actually cars underneath. So there is a big opening in the in the top, and all the cars have been dropped down in this opening. And they've piled them up and they've piled them up that much up grass and trees and everything because they've been there for that long they've just grown through it so if you peel back the trees and the grass you can see all the cars underneath yeah, if you want and obviously if you peel it back because you can see it all but it's just a big slope all the way down with just cars all the way down into and then there's a lake at the bottom and it just drops like even further 20 foot in there with just cars my mate dan from exploring with fighters he um he's got an underwater drone and we took that down once and you can, it was just oh, going down for about 20 foot. You can just see all cars all the way down under water. They look, they look pristine, though, didn't because they're yeah, sat under water. Yeah. I remember seeing on one of the, when, when the drone went down, there was a, an old transit van there. Mm. And that were an interesting thing. I don't know whether it was like an old police van or what it, what it was. Oh. It looked, it was old school. But what? what? Now, robbery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, ne we never got down to the bottom of how they ended up in there. Yeah. Because some of them, if you think about because how got to nick their in, some of them are like, obviously back then when they got put in there, were new cars. Mm. If you think about it, mm -hmm. how long ago they got put in, they're actually new cars. So you'd think, well, we don't we don't understand how they've got in there, but there's a lot of cars in there. But it's it's it's, it's good when you get down there, but getting down to it, because you've got to go through a little little cave into it, but it's a slate mine, it's an old slate mine. Mm -hmm. So the drop's like a 100 foot drop and you've got to climb down and it's a vertical down so you just got bits of slate hanging out like you've got to climb down. So if that slate goes, no, just, just free, just going down. <laughs> Have you got anybody at the top ready to phone? No, if anything no, goes no, wrong? no. Everyone's coming yeah, with everyone's you. Coming with yeah. First time I ever went, first time I ever went, because I'm not great with rights. First time I ever went, I walked in and I looked down and I was like, no, I yeah. went home. And I was like, I missed it. <laughs> so I went the second time and I was like, right, I'm going to do it. 
and I'm like that, shaking all the way down. <laughs> I'm like that, putting my trying to get the foot because you can't see below you because how dark it is. So whatever light you've got on is where you can see. So I ended up going down the second time. I was like, I'm so glad because you've got to go across the lake as well in the dinghy to see the the cars. Because when you when you walk out the kit, because you drop down, it's all opened up. You drop, you you go down there like it's, it's got to be like 100 foot or something like that. It's a big drop down, and it goes back into a cave again. And as you come out the other side, it opens back up, and then you just see all the cars just piled all the way up to the top of this, where there's a little hole at top of top of this cave, like opening. There's a little hole about big. It's just cars all the way up to it. That's insane, though. Yeah. I That's wonder why they're there. Like, so you don't know why they're there? No, no. It's a mystery. I don't know if it's someone's use, if it was someone's landing. It's just, well, I always thought it might have just been like uh, insurance cars or something. You know, like it's someone's landing. They took scrap cars and put it in. But then mm. you think about, well, they've been put down the the age they are, so they're pretty new cars. Mm. So you wouldn't know Very what mm. why they would be down there. It'd be good to see what's actually in them, though. They're not yeah. opening through trunks and things. Well, what? you can yeah. when, if you go across the if you go across on the dinghy, you can actually get onto the cars, onto some of the cars. So you can climb on them, but obviously it's not not safe. My mate Dave, who come with us, he climbed up onto one and back end fell, and he started falling down all these cars. It's oh, not right. it's, yeah. it's not safe <laughs> what we do, but we do it because we enjoy For that it. Reason. And then other people can sit at home and just watch us do it. Yeah. So yeah. they don't have That's to actually me. go out and do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've, there is a, there's quite a few channels now who've done it. They've gone down there and, and seen the different, you know, different angles to it and, you know, going across on it. Um, but what would you say is one of the most recognisable cars there? What kind of cars are down there? Uh, God. Bedford vans. Bedford's. Bedford yeah. vans. That's it. Bedford's, there's a few yeah. Bedford vans down there. They're, they're, like, tucked in the back, like, round the back corner bit of them. Like. Is there a Capri? Yeah. No, the, the the Capri you're thinking of is the, the one I found in Italy. Oh, yeah. In that garage that I found in Italy. Yeah. There was a Capri, uh, a couple of wagons in there, and an old, like, Lambretta tucked up thing. But the Ford Capri, the guy obviously looked after it. Uh, it was on bricks and everything. <laughs> but it had been sat there. Like, the place had been abandoned for, like, 15, 20 years. So it's been sat there on bricks, this Ford Capri, Mark One Ford Capri. And it's just covered in dust, but it's, it'd be one of them. I'd love to just go and just, yeah. just take it home and just mint it up and just have it as a car. How many cars out there hidden like that? Italy is probably one of the best places I've been because nothing gets trashed. Like the, the way the garage that car was in when you walked into the house, everything, apart from obviously dust and cobwebs and stuff, everything was there mint. Like the piano, old piano, old pictures, everything. Nothing gets touched in Italy. They, no one trashes it. Mm. So you've got to go out of the UK basically to get nice, to see nice places because everything in the UK just gets trashed. Belgium, I've seen a few of the videos from Belgium because yeah, no, they, they, they they have no strange rule where somebody leaves the house and then it just gets left. Mm. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I remember you saying on one of them, I remember you being in one of the houses and all those mad tractors went past or a tractor with loads of people on or something, a party. Yeah. that many videos I've done sometimes yeah. it takes a while to click back in what, like, what someone says oh I watched this video I was like I can't quite remember that one <laughs> tell me a bit more about it and I'm like oh yeah I know which one you mean now because I've done mm. so many of it so you've had quite a lot of car experiences with, with the YouTube channel then was that always mm. like your intention to, to do that or was that just something that you found and then has continued to, to happen no it, is, I, I, it was basically just for the abandoned buildings right that's all it was for but then when you start obviously going to the better places. Because when you first start off in the abandoned stuff, no one gives locations out. Yeah. And we don't, like if someone asks me now, where's this? I'll be like, well, I, can't, I won't tell you where it is, basically. So you've got to do a lot of research to do it. And it just got, the better your places you get, the more better things you find. So then you end up finding like old cars, old motorbikes. There's a lot of places, a lot of places we go to, you do find a lot of more motorbikes than you do cars kind of thing. But there's always something there that's really, cool and really you just want to go oh take that home <laughs> <laughs> well, you obviously you can't touch anything you can't no, take you can't. anything so. what do you reckon's been like the best find then in regards to like bikes and cars and stuff i like think that, that uh capri yeah one capri probably the best especially with like because all the wagons and stuff in because it was it's it was a bigger uh, cotton factory right so the it was a big unit at the side that had all like had the cars and everything in and then obviously the house was on there as well, so that's probably the best. So we've got a factory, 
you've got the garage with the cars and the Lambrettas and uh, wagons and stuff in, and then you've got the house as well. That was pristine inside. So that's probably one of the best spots that I've been to. That's a, a really good, really good find, that, mm. isn't it? Mm. I'd love to go back to Italy again and do some more. Yeah. Exploring. Are you planning on going back there, do you think? Uh, I need to get out and film again, to be honest with <laughs> you. I've not been out for that long. I've not had a chance to go out. I need to get out. So I'm hoping, well, we're getting a camper at some point, so I'm hoping we can travel a bit in a camper. Why don't yeah. we go with him? Cool. Can just That's one yeah, of the things that you're on about. Not wasting as much fuel and having to come home. Direct to them. I mean, that's everyone's dream, isn't it? Finding like a barn find and stuff mm. like that. Like well, that's, that's the whole <laughs> thing. It's, it's nice when you first walk in, you think, wow, look what I've just found. And then you've got to walk away and think, someone's going to trash yeah. that. Give it a couple of months, give it a year. Someone's going to trash that car. And then you come back. Like, there's a place uh, not too far from here. Uh, we went out and the guy hoarded uh, Jaguars and stuff like that inside these containers. So you open these containers and these Jags are mint inside. But the guy had died, passed away, so no one claimed him. Uh, if you go back there now, uh, all the parts have been stripped off him. Uh, the caravan that was on there has been set on fire. All the parts, there was a full mini in there. Uh, every single bit of that, they've even cut the front end off it, to take the front end off it, so there's nothing left now. And that was like four years ago when I went there. If you go now, there's nothing left. Cannibalized everything. Yeah. It's such took a parts, shame. They're all jags and stuff. It, just wing mirrors, lights, backlights, everyone's just taking them because they're worth money, aren't they? Yeah, because when you get some of the urban decay, it looks, sometimes it looks amazing. Mm. You know, when you get the actual, it looks like, you know, apocalyptic. Mm. Um, it, it does really look good because mm. I've seen a, a few of the videos that are, that are online where a tree has grown through a vehicle, mm. you know, and, and it's like the vehicle's still intact and it looks really mad. Yeah, there was an old MG, not just around the corner from here, actually. That's gone now, but that, uh, it was the full car. It sank into the ground by about, so it was about four, the wheels on the side of the car and there was a tree probably about that big coming straight through the centre of it. <laughs> but everything else was there, the engine was in it, everything. It was all rotted, but obviously the tree was just coming straight through the middle of it. So it shows how long it's been there for. Yeah, yeah. A tree that's like this wide, probably. That's grown straight through centre. I love that aesthetic, though. Yeah. Like, didn't you do something for Car Spunk on? Yeah, well, you were there, the, weren't you? Yeah, we, was we, that we, your inspiration? We, well, it was kind of because we had um, Dan and Bucky with us. So we had the Aventador on yeah. the stand and then we made the stand look uh, urban explorer-ish. And... Uh, yeah, it was a pretty good show, that, was well, We've got it? the sunny as well, though, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. We've got so the Nissan sunny as well. <laughs> oh, we, really? So yeah. when we were, the, we were at Autosport, I had the idea, let's take an Aventador and do this, like, uh, thing with the exploring. Mm. Um, we had all, like, the sign on the side, you know, on the building and yeah. rusty bits here and fuel cans and all that, and it looked really good. And on the day that we actually built the stand at Autosport, I'm thinking, yeah, Lamborghini Aventador. And then another one rocked up. Another one rocked up, and then I'm going, Oh my god, we've got the one case like a million Ford Fiestas, do you know? <laughs> and so, then what happened when we came back? Me and Bucky put our heads together, but we need something mm. that's just going to be different, do you know? And again, we can put this to Midnight Links Lounge, yeah. HD can get involved, you know, with some kind of ideas. Yeah. So, we went and found the Sunny, didn't we? Yeah, Nissan Sunny, but it looks amazing, doesn't it? Because the outside is decayed. But not, it's still structurally kind of sound at the moment. Kind you're you're going to fix it up and stuff like that, but it's got like moss growing from the lights and stuff like that. But then inside, what we're going to do is we're going to put it brand spanking new, but like really bold yellow leather, mm, aren't we? Yeah. Lynn's doing for us. Mm. Um, we're going to put a different engine <laughs> in it. I think you said the engine's dead in it, didn't you? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah well, so. I come to pick it up from here, didn't I? I was <laughs> like, I'll take it back to my unit. <laughs> I thought it seems like, yeah, it'll run. So I got it going and it was knocking, like proper knocking. I got so far down the road, uh, started smelling fuel. So look, the fuel lines had popped off. So I had to put fuel lines back on <laughs> to try and get it going again. And then I got it to, and I ended up just towing it with PM. I ended up towing it all the way down to the unit, got to the unit, tried starting it, and it's just all bottom ends knackered in it. But it's proper like, it looks like an abandoned vehicle from the outside, but then we want to do it so it's mint <laughs> on the inside. And band on, so it's car spunk on the inside and my kind of thing 
on the outside. Oh, and it that? just that's four such, things then, doesn't yeah, it? That's a great concept, though, to be honest. Because he's got that Japanese beige outside as mm. well, which mm. it, the thing looks brilliant because it's got that, it's the, it's the saloon version mm. of the Sunny. And it's just, I think, is it an import, would you say? Or is it no, not? it's not, it's not an import. import. No, it's not an import. Um, it's just very Japanese looking. Do you know, mm. with its colour combination yeah. and the way it is and everything like that. So, yeah, that's definitely a 2023 project. And we've got the Lexus Finally. as well. <laughs> <laughs> that Nissan Sunny's been there for about three years. I know, yeah. <laughs> the so Lexus has been there 12. See, that's what, we, what you need to do is put a deadline on it. I know, yeah. Because if it's not got a deadline, you're not going to do it. A lot of the time, we was waiting for the interior to come back, weren't yeah. we? Yeah. Because that was getting stitched up and she was doing it in her own time. Yeah. So, it was kind of like, we was waiting for that most of the time. And she has done quite a bit of it now. Mm. But it's just the engine that needs sorting. Yeah. We still want to. We still want to have it running. We don't want to just pull up on a trailer. Yeah. We want to still be able to drive it, MOT worthy, but look abandoned on the outside. And you can just mm. turn up to like car meets then. Yeah. Everyone will Definitely. be like, oh, look at that. And then they'll come over. <laughs> and then as soon as you come over, you look inside it. It's like brand new inside. It's, it's something different. You don't it? see many of them about either. We've got one no. one member um, with with a sunny, and like mm. the amount of attention that it gets. What mark is it? Because it is, I've not, I haven't seen a no, single it's one. It's an old, old. I yeah, think it's, it's like Mark Two or Mark Three, and it's it? yeah. yeah. When it was outside here, it was mad because I'd just parked it across the road before he could take it down to the yeah. mushroom shed, <laughs> and it, it's. Um, <laughs> I was just finding pictures online of it. And I said I sent a couple of them mm. to you, and people were just driving fast, taking a picture, and go, you know, these rotting on the driveway uh, Facebook uh, groups yeah. or. You know, these abandoned vehicle groups and stuff. And I was going, that's our car. <laughs> <laughs> People are trying to buy it. They like, well, they just they they were just it. interested in it. Because, like I say, what, I think if we can get some pictures and stuff of it, and then people understand what yeah. it actually, what we're on about, because it is a different looking thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. After stripping the interior out, you can tell it's been welded a lot. <laughs> Took all the carpet out, and it must just be patch after patch after patch after patch all over the floor. <laughs> so it's been someone's tried keeping it on the road yeah. for a long time. It's had a life. Yeah. So I hear about um, a certain Ford that may have got destroyed at some point in your lifetime. My, Do you want <laughs> my, my first ever car I got was an XR3i. Uh, I was only young when I had first. it. First. Yeah. First, and that's not a bad yeah. first car, is it? <laughs> it was an XR3i, uh, a black one. Uh, used to drive it up and down the estate. Didn't it? Well, I didn't have a license then, so I used to just drive it up and down the estate. And uh, it got to a point where it ran out of fuel. So me and my mates all of us just trashed it, basically. Just left it and trashed it and let council take it away. <laughs> what? But, yeah, but when I was, uh, I'm what, 33 now? So when I was like 14, 15 back then, it's not a car that's worth it. I'd think if I kept that now and put it in a garage, yeah. how much it'll yeah. be worth now. Yeah, but so then, back then it was when just you're a scrapper. kid and you're just yeah. messing about, it's just a scrapper, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah how much are they worth now? Very you can see any I've, of them. I've got a customer at the moment who wants his um, Escort Cosworth mm. wrapping. You know, cause it's exactly the same as Ken Blocks. All right. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's going for so that going for the graphic. And um, he's going to put that up for sale the second we finish the wrap on it. Really? And that's going to go for ridiculous mm. amount. Yeah. It's in pristine condition as well. Yeah. But yeah, you uh, you messed up with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't think when you're a kid. You oh, don't no, you don't. Think. Think. Yeah. Yeah, you don't think. We went out of fuel. I got bored of it, so we just all trashed it on the estate. Did you take the L plates off it, though, before you did it? Because you're obviously learning at the time. It's difficult though, like the amount of cars that like back in the day, you wouldn't you wouldn't no. think twice about, but now they're worth so much money. Uh -huh. worth so, what do you think is going to be like the next, the next thing that's like... Oh, that's a good one though, isn't it? There's too many yeah. newer cars out there, you're thinking, but like, it's the same back then though, isn't it? With the Escorts and stuff, back then everyone were buying them thinking, yeah. and it's the same with us. They wanted, something will just turn around and go, right, it's worth money this. Yeah, it yeah. was just cheap and affordable mm -hmm. and it looked cool. Well, what would you have now? Well, they don't no. look the same. They're That's not, what I mean. They're, they're all plastic and All the BMs mm. now Bubbling. look the same. All the Audis look the same. Every yeah. every car just looks near enough the same. They're Unless all product you do your slight little thing to yeah. it. They all kind of, even the newer BMs to the slight older ones, apart from the grills getting massive on them, yeah. they've not changed. <laughs> I think <laughs> everything's similar. going like bubbly and like SUV type, like mini SUV type. And yeah. Dare we say all... it, the EV. 
Uh, <laughs> it's painful. It wouldn't painful. last now. How they're built now, in 30, 40 years' time, there'll be hardly anything left because the way they build them now, off, it's like new Audis and new BMs and stuff. A lot of the panels are just sticker flexed to the car. But the housing markings like that, you look at like the old school council houses that are still around now and they look like what you said about urban exploring, some of mm. the old buildings that you go to, the solid brick still buildings. They yeah, still stood up. imagine a new build? Yeah. You look at your oh, You know, you, in, in Italy, like you said, you went to Italy and you've got some of the Italian buildings, uh, the Roman buildings that are still there, the Colosseums and stuff. Mm. But then you look at, a, you know, one of these housing uh, developers. I chuck them up nowadays. Yeah. Though, don't everything's bur everything's throwaway. Mm. Mm. Everything's like I think this is where the world's got into a little bit of trouble, hasn't it, with recycling and stuff. So it's just a throwaway yeah. world, mate. And that's even including houses. And every, cars. Every, yeah. Everything used to get built proper. Like a lot of it's old lost. cars are handmade and stuff, mm. like, aren't they? Like nowadays, you don't see any of that. No, it's just chucked together, and that's it. It was proper engineering, mm. you know. It was, you know, do textile mills and all that kind of stuff. It was mm. all proper back then. It's all aerodynamic and stuff now, but back then, like an old Nova or something, where it's dead square and it's nice, <laughs> you, you can't you can't really go wrong with that, can you? No. It just makes it look nice. Everything new now is just all the same. I Even think. the American stuff, when you look at the you know like the Cadillacs and stuff, you know that was out back then, and the space age kind of looking things that they did with them. Now it's it's all the old platform share and needs to fit this, needs to fit that, and that mm. needs to fit this. Look at, look at my Shogun, that's 34 years old, mm. and I still smash that off-roading. I hammer that everywhere and I'm off-roading, and it's still going now strong. Yeah. Old chassis, everything. It's, it's had one little patch of weld, I think, on the bottom, and that's it. And it's 34 years old, and yeah. it's still going strong. And you see Built the Toyota Hiluxes and there, you know, the mm. old, some of the Toyota Hiluxes, I see Whistling Diesel and he's got a couple of the old Hiluxes and they are worth fortunes. Surfs, surfs are worth a lot of money. A surf oh, yeah. as well. They're getting expensive now, yeah. But that's like mine, I picked mine up cheap, but they're going for some money now. Yeah. But I use mine for what I bought it for. Yeah, yeah. Get some people to put big tyres on and they freak round and I go off-roading properly. <laughs> <laughs> I smash it everywhere, mate. What is yours? Uh, Mark 1. Shogun, Mitsubishi Shogun. Yeah. Oh, long wheelbase one. And how long have you had that? Uh, I think I've had that three years, I think. Mm -hmm. My BM, I'm coming up to six or seven years now. It's the longest I've had a car. I used to, before my BM, I'd change my car every three to six months. But as soon as I got that BM, I hated BMs. Didn't like them at all. I thought they were really bad to drive. I didn't like them. Got that. And it's not gone nowhere for the past six, seven years. I've still got it. <laughs> I've just not changed to any other cars, apart from buying my showroom because I wanted something to play with. So I've gone for the low life with a, my BM that's like half an inch off the floor and then I've got my 4 before <laughs> with big 35s on it with five-inch body lift and everything on it. Complete polar opposites, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's now talk about the other side of the garage. Kirsty's side of the garage. Oh, Kirsty. <laughs> two, two beautiful Mercedes on that yeah, side. Yeah, she's got the, uh, the Mercedes 190. Uh, the two litre manual. Uh, they're all like 1.8 automatics now. So that was a yeah. nice find that we got. And then she's got a C63. Nice. Uh, Not just a normal one, though. <laughs> oh, it's on all. Uh, uh, how much do your wheels cost you? Three grand for a wheel. <laughs> air ride. She's got her air ride on it. Uh, splitter, front uh, front and side splitters, spoiler on it. Uh, done quite a lot to it. But when you lift the bonnet up, it's all painted. Oh yeah, it? yeah. You've got the strut bar that's in purple, and then you've got all the uh, the plastics hydro dipped underneath the engine bay and stuff. So oh, nice. got a very nice, nice car, very expensive car. And then the 190 as well. That's probably just as low as my BM. That's like half an inch, an inch off the floor. <laughs> Can't go anywhere in it. <laughs> That's oh. a proper classic as well, isn't it? Yeah. My BM's 22, 23 years old now. Yeah. So that's old. But when you're driving it and when you're in it, it doesn't feel like it's that old. Mm. Not like with all the electric windows and everything. It just doesn't feel. And it drives so nice as well, even on coilovers and that low. Because I think because of the weight of the car, it's actually using the coilovers. Like I've had my old, my old Lupo that I had. Uh, my old... Uh, My old Micra, my Mark 1 Micra I had, I cut the back axle on that and put coilovers off a polo on it, welded coilovers on a polo on it, and that would bounce everywhere. 
and that was like right as low as my BM. Because there's no weight in the car, mm. I don't think they're using the coilovers properly. So when you see everyone in the loopholes and stuff all bouncing down the road, I just don't think they're set up right, obviously. <laughs> but in the BM, although it's so low, the wheels are in the arches and it's that low and it's on coilovers, it's really smooth to drive. Doesn't bounce, doesn't do anything, apart from going over potholes and stuff, it don't yeah. like it, but other than that, it's a nice drive. Nice to see that, actually. Talking about that micro, I heard it had a pretty, um, pretty decent paint job. <laughs> well, what did you use to do that paint job? It was purple, weren't it? Yeah, I did it purple and I put uh, a bit of glitter in with the paint as well. Uh, it wasn't just a normal paint job. I roller painted it with masonry paint. <laughs> <laughs> purple masonry paint. It looked really paint. good though, didn't it? It come out. I've, I've, I've roller painted a few cars now. Put a lot over it. If you get the, the act of it right, roller, roller paint it, masonry paint, outside wall paint, comes out mint. Look like the scaddy. <laughs> no, no. The scaddy <laughs> were covered in like. Uh, Scaddy's uh, Raptor paint. Raptor paint. Yeah. yeah, no, this was like. It actually came out pretty smooth. Like, I just taped it up. Got roller out, went to B&Q for some masonry paint, <laughs> put a bit of glitter in it and just rolled it. That's come out in, Wash it a couple of times before you take it out in rain and then you don't get any runs on it and then it's all right then. Did you not have to That's do like insane. a lacquer coat or anything like that, just no, as it was? as it is. So if you scrape down someone or someone scrapes down you, go over with roller. <laughs> there you go, done. Keep Definitely one in the boot. Definitely a blue Peter kid, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> It was cheap, cheap and <laughs> cheerful. It was, yeah. it, the, the mic would cost me, it was a Mark 1 mic, it cost me 150 quid. So I went and got it. I said to the guy, right, I'll come and get it now. I had to change the brakes and stuff on it. I thought, right, so I cut the back axle off, made, welded my own new mounts on it uh, for to take the loop or, or the pole or coilovers, one or the other. Uh, slammed it, put banded steelies on it, 10J wide, plastic arches over its side and just roll painted it. <laughs> love that <laughs> forget the wrapping yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's doing like stuff on a budget though what you can mm. afford and it came out really good if you scratch your I'm wrap, all you for that change it. yeah the whole you panel do, if you pay it <laughs> <laughs> I've done it a lot with, at first I did it a lot with my 4 before because I was off-roading I thought if it was going to get damaged I'd just paint it and then I just that one day I just thought because it was like I bought the micro and it was gold like a, like a, a dirty gold with a with one white door well, the cheapest way to do it is just go and get, <laughs> go and be in tune, just buy five litres. I've still got like two and a half litres of it left and just roll the car on it. I did yeah. it in one night and it was mint the next day. <laughs> Seeing the boys on uh, Hell on Earth, they had a, a Mark 1. Yeah, they just got nicked, didn't it? it? Oh, did it get nicked? Oh, oh yeah, yeah they, they got, got it back though, they didn't they? Back, yeah, because yeah, yeah. of social media. Cause the the Ratmobile was it. Back, yeah. yeah. And I think he's got rid of it now, hasn't he? He's got a, a Volkswagen bus or something that he's doing on. A little one litre it was, mine. We straight through pipe to a cherry bomb. You straight pipe the scaddy, didn't you? Yeah, I straight pipe the scaddy, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. when we drive every, that, it's flipping loud. Every but car I get, I just straight pipe them. No matter what it is. Just because. KSC C63, I'll straight pipe that. It's got, <laughs> it's got the original bat boxes on it and that's it. Just straight pipe. It's brilliant. Going loud, it's not that. It's safety as well. Yeah. I well, of it. course, yeah. That's we we talked about this last time, yeah, didn't we? Yeah. You come around the corner and, you, and your car's loud. The kid's not going to run out in front of your car. They can, <laughs> you can eat car. No, Tesla. That is exactly <laughs> what I said. <laughs> no, probably the neighbours know when you're coming home and going out. Oh, neighbours knew when Kirsty starts. <laughs> Early <laughs> starts. Yeah, every it just, day. It yeah. just cracks. It's like thunder when it starts up. And it's <laughs> I've heard you scared a kid off a bike, Kirsty. Yeah, yeah. I was just leaving for work. I was just leaving for work. She went. To, she she looked behind her and saw that a guy on his push bike didn't see the little kid on the push bike obviously in front of him. So she started car up and the kid fell off bike. It was all loud and screaming. That book. She didn't know he was there, but she saw his dad, but obviously didn't know he was there. And oh, I was it's a learning curve for him. Oh, yeah. 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 But do you do that all yourself with like your welding experience? Then have you always just done that? Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I've always. I've I've never. I can't think if I've, I don't think I've ever took my car to a garage. Really? Yeah, never. I've always done all the work myself. That's if something nice. breaks, I'll try and fix it. Yeah. There's always, if you, I'm handy with my hands, so I, I, I'll, I'll strip it down and find what's wrong with it and then build it back up. If it doesn't run, I'll strip it down again and I'll build it back up again. With all those bolts though. Oh, you're one of those ones with like a tub of bolts and you think, right? Yeah. Well, it's working, obviously it didn't well, need them. Well, yeah. You never do a proper job unless you've got two or three bolts left over. 
<laughs> and that kind of led on to your, you've got a career now, don't you, in welding with SW yeah, Motorsports and where you started. And yeah, SW Motorsports, I do, uh, I do roll cages for them. I weld roll cages. So that's uh, it's a nice job. It's a bit, sometimes it's a bit hard work when you get the full weldings because obviously you've got to try and get yourself around all the tubes. So you're, half of the time mm. you're in the boot upside down with your legs behind your head and stuff trying to get it well so sometimes it's a bit <laughs> awkward but no it's a good job i enjoy it really good. do enjoy it yeah so where did that all start where did that all stem from like the welding uh i used to do camper conversions uh with my mate uh and then it got to the point where i was like right i need to find you know something to drop back on uh so my dad who worked at his place he said right you can come and do welding for us you can try it out so they just put me in a welding base set the weld up and said right do that and then from that day, they just left me that day. I just did it. And then every time I needed setting up, I get someone to come in and set it up or weld away. And and then after so long, I got used to the machine and stuff and welding. And then I just got the opportunity to go and work for SW Motorsports yeah. to do to in the uh, obviously motorsport stuff. So because yeah. we don't, it isn't just weld. It isn't just roll cases. We do at SW Motorsports. We do all the heel plates and. Uh, powder coating in house. We do we do all sorts for every race car you want to get. We, there's not much we can't do really. <laughs> you, have a, you did have a sabbatical, though, didn't you? Where did you go and work? Oh, at one point, yeah, I come and work for you <laughs> for a few months. Didn't I? Working for Gas Punk for yeah. a bit. I come, <laughs> and work for you, I come and work for you for a few months. Yeah, yeah. I, I realised. Spat, spat, spat me dummy out, and then yeah. and then I went I went straight back though. <laughs> <laughs> I only worked for Tim for a couple of months. I had to go back. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, what kind of, what cars have you done at SW? Because there's, there's a lot out there, oh isn't God. there? Some special ones. We do we do a lot of M4s, uh, M2s. We do a lot of BMWs. We do RDTTs. Uh, we did a lot of Citroen C1s, Argos. Mm. We did a I think I welded full cages. I think I did about 45, 50 of them full cages <laughs> in them, but full bolt-ins. There's SWs had a few like famous cars out there as well, aren't they? Oh yeah, the is it Shane, Shane Lynch? Lynch. Yeah. I had Shane Lynch's car in. We did the, the roll cage in Shane Lynch's... Uh, I forgot what car it was now. Was it, um, was it a 350Z or a 370Z? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I Done do then. remember it. Um, he brought another car in not so long ago, actually. So I'm not into my sports cars, me. Me not. No, I don't I don't follow Lamborghinis and stuff like that. It's what, what you was on about before. Uh, it begins with P, I think it is. Is it a P1 or something like that? Oh, uh, McLaren. McLaren, yeah. McLaren, yeah. We P1, did, yeah. He brought, Shane Lynch brought one of them in and we did a, a harness bar and stuff for that inside that car. For the drifting? No, no. It was like just racing? Yeah, just racing, yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah, you get a lot of nice cars that you don't want to, they come in and say, right, I want full welding in this and you think, I just don't want to touch the car, it's that nice. And you've got to <laughs> climb in and yeah. out of it and all that and you think oh you're just gonna get dirty or you gonna scratch you don't end up doing any damage to anything but it's just, just not you, just, head, you look yeah. at it and you think i've got to climb in that in and out of that car constantly to weld it all the splatter going yeah. everywhere from welding and stuff but i just had to clean a couple of the tt cup cars because mm. this is a new thing now with the sws the tt cup isn't it yeah so tt the ttrc ttrc yeah and yeah. Uh, we we're at autosport and i was trying to get the windows oh my god trying to lean in there's nothing to lean on you know, you're leaning in these cars mm. and you're trying to get to the windows and you, you just no chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're beautiful cars. Mm. You know, we did the M4 Cup car, of, um, PBS, mm. you know, Chris Coomer's on, on the stand there. And that, that was a nice car, that one. Mm. That was, did you do the cage in that? Oh, in the, CT, the TT? No, in the uh, M4. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that was, yeah, because that was, a, it was nice in the white. Mm. Yeah. I can't believe you used to work for Tim. Crazy. I suppose strangled. you'll know yeah. what Bucky's real name is then, won't you? Yeah, Stephen. Stephen, is it Stephen? It is Stephen. It yeah. is Stephen. I got right. stuck before. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I only know him. As, <laughs> I, I've known him for years but as Bucky. Yeah. Everyone, every, that's the thing. I did my YouTube for three, three and a half, four years, or probably four and a half years, something like that, and not one person knew my first name. Yeah. Until Dan said it once in one of his videos, and then everyone knew my first name. <laughs> that. Everyone just knows me as Bucky. It's just what? easy just to say Bucky. Yeah. Where, Where did that come Bucky from? Bucky on your glasses, actually. 
Yeah, we do. We do. We do. I didn't. You, you can't see it. We do. Well, no, you will. I will see it. Definitely not. It's on the other side as well. Yeah. We do. Uh, we got a new etching machine at work, so we etched everything we could get our hands on. <laughs> we literally did. We etched everything we could get our hands on. We were putting bot pies under it, trying to etch it and everything. Brand new toy at work, and we was all just stood around putting stuff under it, trying to burn names into stuff. So I thought I'd just put my name on it. That's ace. That's ace. But yeah, where did Bucky come from? Like, what? How come you've got that as a nickname? My last name's Buck. Right, so it's just. It's just It's just always just come through there. Yeah, all my mates from growing up always called me Bucky, so it just went from that really. On this episode, we're going to introduce uh, a new segment, and it's called Corey's Corner, and it's where we, t- well, where Corey delves into the deep world of uh, the automotive industry and see what news is out there. Over to you, Corey. Hi, I'm back again. So you might remember from episode one, um, I was on the podcast spilling all the tea. It's now permanent section. Um, I've been put on here full time to give you all the gossip, give you all the news. Uh, So this is Corey's Corner. In recent news, we've all heard about the tragic passing of Ken Block, a legendary driver and a very, very well-known car enthusiast within the community. We've heard that he passed away at his ranch in Utah in a snowmobile accident at the age of 55. And we just send our thoughts and prayers out to his family and friends at this difficult time. So the World Rally Championships have released a statement saying that the number 43 will be retired from the 2023 season as a mark of respect for Ken. And Hoonigan have released a statement saying, it's with our deepest regrets that we confirm that Ken Block passed away in a snowmobile accident today. Ken was a visionary, a pioneer and an icon. And most importantly, a father and a husband. He will be incredibly missed. So the next time you play a rally game, racing game, anything car wise, just think about the fact that Ken Block is one of the people that started this passion for many of us and we have a lot of respect for the man. Mazda are back at it again, cooking up a storm. They've brought out the new Mazda MX-30, which is their take on an electric crossover vehicle. It's an SUV fitted with suicide doors and the new ActiveSense technology. Um, It's supposed to have a range of 124 miles off a 36 minute charge. The interior is said to be spacious and comfortable, providing a lot of room for a family. And with it being a crossover vehicle, it is supposed to be very, very practical. The new Mazda MX-30 might not be as clean as you think though, even though it is creating a storm in the electrical car world. It's fitted with a range extender, which is basically just a small rotary engine. So as you can imagine, Mazda are back doing Mazda things creating the most controversial cars in the scene. Your opinions on it? Could drop them down below in the comments. Back to you guys in the studio. Yeah, thank you, Corey. Uh, it's bad news, that, isn't it, about Ken? Yeah, shocking. Yeah. I mean, it's no age to go, really, is it? But at the same time, I mean, died doing what he loved best. You know, yeah. extreme sports is what he's known for. Yeah. Definitely doing extreme stuff. Yeah. Well, it weren't even one of his most extreme things that he does, neither, when no. he when he went. He was just, uh, what is it, snowboarding? Oh, not snowboarding. Yeah. Uh, snowmobile. Snowmobile, weren't it? It's not like he was doing the, the dangerous stuff that he does. No. Uh, He's done some crazy, crazy things. So, I mean, I live to tell the tale. It's mad, isn't it, how, how you can do these things and walk away from it and then you go on a, a snowmobile. Mm-hmm. I think it was just in his backyard, weren't it? He's in... in in his one of his houses that he just went out with the family, weren't he? Mm-hmm. And then had the accident. Did, he, is it, did it fall on him? The snow yeah, so I think it was. Up. It fell on top of him, weren't it, or something, something like that. Yeah. And the thing is, you're not going to replace him now because there's nobody like well, he was, him. He was trying to get his daughter into it, weren't he? Yeah. She was massively into it, so and I think she got to drive his uh, is it his Mustang. She yeah. got to drive his Mustang, didn't she? first time so hopefully she'll carry on what he was doing and try and do the same stuff he did really because like like you just said then there's nobody else you can you, he's not comparable is it to anybody else there's nobody else i can think of that no he's not like, like, he like he did <laughs> there's other rally drivers there are stunt drivers but there's no other ken block it was it was also like the cinematic and the storytelling of all the all the like films that I did and the cinematics were like another level as well. Yeah, yeah. Like the, it was an art form. Mm. Well, it looked to me from the outside that he was living his dream as well. I think that's what I loved about him. To be honest, it was just the fact that you know, look, this is what I love to do, and I've made a career out of doing it, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, brilliant vision. Yeah. 
You can yeah. definitely definitely tell that he was enjoying it every time yeah. he did it. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I don't I don't think there's not many I don't think there's many people out there who wouldn't enjoy doing what he did. No. no. I'm getting paid for it as well. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. paid for it, yeah. Well, it's like you say, what a legacy to leave. Yeah, yeah. And I can imagine I can only imagine what you had in store for the future as well. Yeah, well, this is the thing. <laughs> Shutting down yeah. complete cities to do shoots. <laughs> yeah. How much power is that? Yeah, no. Yeah, cause I remember seeing on his uh, on his Facebook page the day before he had his accident, he was releasing the video of his daughter's first car. The day that he had his accident, he was supposed to release it that day. The Audi. Yeah, yeah the Audi. He put yeah. up a post saying, I'm going to be releasing my daughter's video on YouTube tomorrow and then obviously oh. that night or that day he passed away so I don't think it even got released mm. so she was trying to do passion like he has like yeah, she yeah. got that car like built it up from the ground didn't she or something yeah, she like did, that yeah. So yeah talking about new cars um, have you seen what Mazda's releasing soing I mean Corey mentioned a bit of it then but yeah. what do you think to it the Mazda MX-30, I believe it is. So that's a new concept that's been released um, January 2023 that they've, they've released. So it's their first uh, SUV EV that they've produced, well, mm. got the concept of, and it's got a range extender. So it's it's fully rechargeable, but it's got a range extender, which is a rotary engine. So it's an engine. So yeah, yeah. So it's not really a fully EV, is it? Oh, hybrid. Yeah. So it's yeah. a hybrid then, isn't it? It's yeah. a hybrid, yeah. yeah. So range extenders now an engine, is it? Apparently <laughs> so. So. Is that the new, the new name for it. Yeah. <laughs> range extender. <laughs> that E thirty's had a range extender. Oh, has it now? Thirty odd years. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a battery. Yeah, but yeah. what liter is it? Because apparently this is only what is it? One point? No, zero point eight. Oh, this yeah. is a 1.8. <laughs> less, less than a one yeah. litre. So it's what, less than a one litre for the actual um, range extender section. Um, but yeah, it's the first rotary engine that they've done in probably, I think I think it's about 11 years since the RX-8 yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. But when I think of rotary engine, I think RX-7s. Mm. Like, and then this, like when you see the picture, we'll put a picture on screen now, but it's just another bubbly SUV. Like... And it's it's really sad, personally. <laughs> RX7 is like one of my dream cars. Very passionate about it. Love a rotary engine, and it's yeah. I'm well, quite I'm quite sad. Yeah, we're back onto EV cars, so I think we'll call that a night. Yeah, yeah. 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 Somehow we always end up here. Yeah. Thank you for watching thank again, you. and uh, thank you to Bucky for being here. Yeah, thank you. I had the chance to come on. <laughs> no, you'll have to come back again. Yeah, definitely. We'll yeah. do. Well, we'll get out with you. On, like we said, one of the things we'll try and get out to somewhere, maybe local or something like that, and, and go and do a video. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's all right with you. I'm up for that. Yeah. Let's well, find maybe some not cars. local. I, I want to go like deep down Mexico. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we can find Bucky at Bucky's World. Yeah, on Bucky's Instagram, World. YouTube. Instagram's Bucky's World YouTube. Uh, and then you've got Facebook, Bucky's World, and then YouTube, Bucky's World as well. We'll take a delve into Bucky's World. Um, so we can find Talks Up on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Music as well. And we'll put all the links there for you to, to, for you to find everything. But yeah, thanks for watching, everyone. <laughs>